When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, my name is Cliff. Hello, my name is Fred, and this is the Flea Circus, isn't it? Fred it is, yes. Flea Circus, because you never said that then. Uh, I was going to apologise for the noise because the fat truck's there, sucking the fat out of the takeaways that are on the street level. So uh, it's a bit noisy, but it looks like it's I, about done. But anyway, yeah. then the the polis have turned up. Uh, on my travels, I've, uh, I've heard one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. Okay. You know the Alton Towers song? In the in the Hall of the Mountain King, that, that one. That one. Yeah. Well, uh, is that the travels, name of it? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, on my travels, I was there. Someone was blasting a techno version of that out the window. It's <laughs> <You laughs> one of the worst things I've ever heard. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> so. Apparently so. I like a bit of techno, you know, but not that. No, That's that doesn't terrible. sound good. Yeah, like it's like, you know, when, like, you know, rock stars do, like, you know, versions of, like, classical music and stuff. It's always fucking What's shit. What's the one? Is there a Jason Derulo one? That? Jason, Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. You always talk about him. It's a couple of times you've mentioned him. <laughs> you got some kind of fascination with him. I, I don't know who he is, man. So we're talking a little bit about uh, the Johnny Depp thing, which I've been watching, which is, mm-hmm. is very... Is, oh, it interest. is he a free man yet? And the lawyer goes to him, we're going to fast forward in time a little bit now. And Johnny Depp goes, yes, I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, isn't it, when you're watching performers? Because Yeah, but he's just being himself. He's still funny, isn't he? But I think they're, yeah. both, they're obviously both using that talent. Uh, you mm. know, he, he's playing a, a good guy character and a scared character. Well, and she's doing her bit yeah uh, it's, it's interesting rather than because you know i've been it in loads of times with people and doesn't you don't have to be johnny depp there's the people who are given mm-hmm. uh testimonies or whatever if they're like in the wrong or partly in the wrong or part of it they always try and like Ham it up and conv- like and trick the well, you would, wouldn't you? Like that. They always well, do, that's but the, they never that's really the whole manage point, it. Though, it. But like, obviously, in this, you've got actual actors doing it. The fat truck's causing yeah. some more bother down there. Oh, no, 
Oh, no, I can hear that. Anyway. So it just siphons the fat from the streets. It just sucks it Is from it? the, uh, well, you know, we've got these burger shops and that down there and, and mm-hmm. fried chicken and stuff. And it just sucks the, take, it just disposes of the shop fat. Maybe South Shields should invest in that then and put it on Ocean Road because you <laughs> slide around the place for the fat on Ocean I know, Road. It's I'm a very show slippy you. surface, isn't it? It's a very slippy place. Oh, I, I, I managed to finish that game, Elden Ring. You know how I told you I was playing on that game? Oh, yeah, so only... I, I took that in. Yeah, yeah. It only <laughs> took us 180 hours to do it. So that's quite an achievement. Is that uh, a good thing or a bad thing? I've got no idea. I've got... <laughs> <laughs> it, it seems like a long time, that, doesn't it? It really does seem like a long time, but you got your money's yes. worth. It's a very hard game, Cliff. Okay. I'd like to see you have a go on it sometimes. I probably won't. You're not going to, are you? I'm not very no, good at games, Brett. No. You I'm, are. I'm you, touch. you are. You must, but you must be good at those games I lent you in uh, 1998, I think, and I still haven't received back. But Brett, I've never even had the same computer as you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you take them for? Just take them straight to secondhand room. Oh, shit. I, re- I remember now, yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to secondhand rows because it was just around the corner. Mm-hmm. Go on this, Brett. On this. On uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. It was the PlayStation, wasn't it? It was. So you mm-hmm. didn't even have a PlayStation. No, though. I did. That was the I, I thought we were talking about something else. <laughs> <laughs> what is other stuff you've nicked? No, of course not. Well, you've just dropped yourself in it there. I think you'll find that you've just said that you did nick some other stuff. <laughs> no, I didn't. I promise you. <laughs> I forgot about the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I forgot about you that. I forgot about those years, is what I'm saying. I couldn't remember those years. Oh, you forgot about the whole years. Oh, well, that's, that's <laughs> fine. That's fair enough. But the game that's probably good. still existed with mum and dad, if you want to. <laughs> no. I'm, not, I'm not going around your mum and dad's loft. Yeah, get me. I mean, I know it's games. a treasure trove. I know, well, honestly, my game. Gonna, my mum was saying, oh, was my dad. My dad was saying he's going to retire next year. I don't know whether he can or whatever, but he's saying he is. Is he? And uh, he said he's going to sort the loft out once and for all. So well, yeah, well, got I'll long. go around there. I'll go around when uh, when Mr. Clifford retires mm-hmm. and have a little rummage. Do you know what I mean? It'll be like, have you ever seen a programme called The Toy Hunter, Cliff? No, but I like the sound of it, unless it's sinister. It's No, it's not sinister. It's meant... It's a bit like... Um, bargain hunt or whatever like those type of things uh-huh. but it's american and a man just gets in people's loft and looks for he-men figures and that good i it's like class. that that sounds good yeah we'll have to do it one time does he take we? them or does he give them the chance to do something with them <laughs> does he take them does he steal them like you <laughs> no, hey he thanks thanks very much great laugh you got there i'll just take <laughs> the, uh, i've got these thanks See you. don't mind this sack i've got <laughs> No, it's none of that going on. But yeah, it's 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 really good. There's some good toys. On I that like the sound of that. Where do you watch that? Some of them on YouTube. Everything's on YouTube. I, know, but I don't really watch telly on YouTube unless it's for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there you go. It might be. I don't really it go on YouTube well a lot otherwise. I do, actually. I've found myself going on YouTube quite a lot. For various things. But it's where it's where the conspiracy theorists live, isn't it? <laughs> mainly, mainly Cliff, to, to find out how to do that fucking Elden Ring. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Who have you been watching? KSI playing? Uh... Oh, so, some <laughs> of the people who put the videos are oh, right dickheads. Oh, yeah, honestly. I've, I've hated myself for watching gone. those videos. I'll just give you that's good. The tuck's gone. Thanks. It looks like it's left the residue. The residue of fat. Mm, there's something on there anyway. It hasn't really done its job, has it? If it's if it's leaving fat behind it, sucking the, the fat up and just, just leaving a the trail of deposit. it. Yeah. It's like a teenage boy's bedroom. <laughs> I just said to Jane, she went, "What are you talking about tonight?" And I said, "Talking about Michael Barrymore," and she went, "Don't." <laughs> Be offensive. Don't talk about bumming and all of that stuff. And I said, no, we're not going to talk about any of that. No, we're not. Although you have brought it up. That was my way of saying it, but that we're not going to say anymore. Um, Right. uh, Believe it or not, I'm a big fan of Michael Barrymore. And I I wanted to watch Strike and Lucky because I think it's excellent and he's excellent. Uh-huh. Uh, she didn't believe us, but it's the truth, Brett. And we did watch an episode of Strike and Lucky, and I watched an episode of his chat show, Barrymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was I laughed out loud numerous times throughout the entire thing. I, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed both of them. Uh, well, I, I watched um, Strike and Lucky, as you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only watched a little bit of... Uh, of, of uh, Barrymore, the chat show, due to time constraints. <laughs> okay, you've got, you've got your time constraints. <laughs> Don't worry about that. You had a but, sleep before this. I watched Barrymore. <laughs> yes, that's what happened. But much like you, I, I, especially as like a, a kid in that, I thought Michael Barrymore was the funniest man on the planet. Probably him and Eddie Murphy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> in many ways, he was British mint. Eddie Murphy. In many ways, he is. In many ways, he is. Uh, but he was class. And it, the thing that was class about him was the way that he got on seemingly with everybody, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was like... Every kind it, of it people. It didn't matter. Every kind. And that's why that show was made, wasn't it? Because he could he could sort of get on with everybody. It didn't matter if they were an older person. It didn't matter if they were a younger person. Princess Diana. And it would, it would, it would always be funny. It would always be funnier. So I, I loved watching Strike Your Lucky. I used to look forward to watching it. It was class. Every single It was absolutely uh-huh. class. I, I liked the game element of it, which is something sorely lacking in modern game shows. Like actually <laughs> enjoying playing along with the game. Exactly. And also, it's it's short. It doesn't last for a, a frigging uh, hour where yeah. you're bored out your mind. Yeah. It's it's like half an hour or something like that, and it, it just flies by. Mm-hmm. It's It's... It engages you. You want to answer the questions. Do you know what I mean? They're quite easy, the questions, aren't they? It's nothing taxing. Oh, and I think that's another thing that's good about it because being able to answer the questions allows you to actually play the game of the game mm-hmm. show, and that's really important bit. And the fact that almost anybody contestant on it will win something. And that's another mm-hmm. thing that I think we've said before when we talk about Funhouse and stuff like that is you kind of got excited about the prizes they were winning as well. Yeah. Like, it just in general, even though it was you weren't winning them, you just got excited by seeing what they were. A trip to New Orleans, uh-huh. like, wow, what? Like, yeah, it's meant. A car phone, even. Like, you would be like, wow, car phone. Uh, like, you would obviously <laughs> want <Car> them. <laughs> but, oh, apart from the lady on the show. But, um, <laughs> well, we'll, get <laughs> we'll get out of here. But, yeah, I mean, the fact that the questions were, Easy, relatively easy, 
meant that anybody could go on as well. It, it you know, it, you could get older people on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It, you could have a wide range of, of contestants on there. It's not something where it's not who wants to be a million millionaire or whatever. Where you've you know you've got no loads of shit. You didn't, yeah, exactly. Did you? No, no. It's the, like the, the pressure's the quest- taken off the contestants, isn't it? It is a bit. They can be themselves. Some of the questions are like not easy, but I was like, "Oh, good on you, good on you for doing that." I was like, yeah, it's good. So it's, uh-huh. it's basically Michael Barrymore was in the eighties and nineties one of the most, if not the most famous man on telly on British telly. He's. Uh, uh-huh. One of those all-round comedians that people kind of lament don't exist anymore. All-round entertainers that like just they do, but they don't really exist anymore. And it's one of the reasons why Ant and Deck are so well liked is because they have the same kind of quality. Like just people like them, and they've got a show uh-huh. where that it's a bit funny. There's real people on it. There's some games and there's some stuff like that going on. And yeah, they're like the only people on telly now, mainstream telly that or anywhere near like or, or Barry Moore's. I've just read actually that he was the last person to win like best British entertainer or something. Um, uh-huh. until we'll stop Lem- reading these. Yeah, th- we'll stop reading these things because these are in the quiz later on. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Stop, stop leaving, reading your facts. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> but anyway, Strike It Lucky started in 1986 and it was ITV. Game show on ITV was uh, made in the regions. It was London Weekend Television, I think, um, mm-hmm. who made this one. And uh, yeah, Barry Moore was already super famous by that point. But as a personality, he tried loads of different TV shows and none of them had really taken off. He'd been given uh-huh. his own TV shows to present, variety shows and stuff like that on BBC and ITV. But he was kind of known because he was a star of stuff like the Royal Variety Performance, where he'll come on and be funny for 10 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was a guest on TV shows like Blankly Blank and stuff like that. But when he first started... And he was a warm-up up a warm-up man, well. yeah. So yeah. He, and the thing is, with warm-up people, like you've got to have the kind of generic funniness, haven't you? Because you've your job is to make everyone laugh before comedian. And you've also you've also got to have a connection with the audience, don't you? Because this is this all happens. A warm-up man's basically goes on before the show starts, doesn't he? And he gets he gets the crowd going and stuff yeah. like that. None of it's televised, is it? It's just it's to get the crowd going, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So mm-hmm. um until Striker looking in 1986, he hadn't really had his own show that like stuck. But then mm-hmm. when this came out, he just became massive and it ran for years until 1999. Well, it, ran, yeah. it came back in 1996 to Strike It Rich. And I think the fact that it changed, and it was called Michael Barrymore's Strike It Rich. And I think uh-huh. that change kind of goes hand in hand with a change in his fortunes and a change in his kind of personality or what mm. his TV personality was. But we'll probably touch on that a little bit later because it's an important part of the Barrymore story. But we watched an episode of Striking Lucky from 1993, I think. So he was... Yes. I mean, he's huge. He's, he is the most famous man on British telly at the time. I mean, BBC mm. had Forsyth, I guess, and Wogan at this point. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, they were 
old in comparison, weren't they? Like he's in his thirties, I suppose, at this point. Yeah, he's he's like the the new kid on the block, I guess, isn't he? And uh, and he's he's made a massive success of it. Like I say, I used to look forward to watching it every week. Wasn't it on like a weird day, like a Thursday or something? It wasn't Saturday, was it? I don't think it was a weekend one. I think it was a no. show, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure it was. I'm sure it was like a Thursday or Wednesday or something. And I, you just remember sitting down with the family, watching it. And again, one of these kind of throwbacks to, to sort of, some of them that doesn't really happen anymore, where the, the family sit down and watch it. Everybody enjoys it. Everybody At the same time, it, you know I mean? every week. Uh-huh. Like that just for all kinds, every part of that doesn't happen anymore. Um, yeah. I mean, and- as a family, we still try and do that. Do you know what I mean? Lisa definitely tries to do that, where there's mm-hmm. a, a quiz show that, that she's found that, that she likes or whatever. Um, but it, it, they're on too long. You can't, you, you, your like kids you don't want to sit. She, she is, to, to, to be fair, because she, she's very family-orientated. She mm-hmm. wants to walk together. She wants maybe to do what she did as a kid. Because it, I, it, it doesn't hold my interest as it did as a kid, because they're on too long. I don't like particularly the presenters the present, yeah. anymore. We got to like yeah. Bradley Walsh. He's all right. Yeah, Bradley Walsh is all right. I mean, we we'll always sit down to the dinner table and and stuff, and we'll watch watch the chase and stuff like that. So we'll, we'll watch that while we're eating, I guess. But it, it's different to a, a sort of you know a, a later on in the night type yeah. thing. Yeah, they, they're just people who do these shows. They just need you know half an hour. That's it. Make it fast, you know. People haven't got, you know, they've got different things to do. Kids go off or whatever well, this, and do frigging games and stuff. Well, this one that we watch is 23 minutes long and you've got two halves. Because you've got the adverts, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, they were <laughs> cut out, unfortunately uh, for us. Unfortunately cut out. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's 23 minutes long. You've got two halves of it. You've got a game where there's three teams playing and winning prizes mm-hmm. and competing against each other. Then you've got the grand finale with the winning team from that. Gets yes. their own like a super ending where the, the big prizes are offer. Twenty three minutes, eleven minutes a half. Like it's uh-huh. it's amazing. Like it, and they, yeah, they get through it. It doesn't. It's not rushed. It's not like no. there's not bits cut out of it because you can't cut it out because it's a very this game is very sequential. So you couldn't cut any uh-huh. bits out. It's it, they just they manage to do it. So why do we have to watch foreign people doing unlikable? things for like an hour for like really exactly short. it doesn't it doesn't make any sense maybe because there isn't presenters like Barry Moore anymore maybe because he was so good at it do you know what I mean he manages to get through the game right which is obviously important but you also get his sort of connection with the contestants as well and generally he generally picks up on one or two doesn't yeah. he and yeah. he sticks with that. I well, think that's that's think like was, a clever thing that he does. Yeah, it is. And you know, obviously the researchers and the people who are picking the contestants will play a big part in that. Um mm-hmm. because the first thing I you said to me when I said we're gonna watch this, you said, Is there an old person? I'm like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because, because that's what you remember, bits, isn't it? Um, they are the best bits because he's so good at at again connecting with that person, isn't he? It, and, and you the thing feel is, he's, for that person. He's you want them to win, don't you? I mean, the end of this episode is absolutely exhilarating. You're like right <laughs> there. Really you're is. like on the edge of your seat. You're like proper egg that you're like so chuffed. But um, <laughs> but the thing is, he's 
he's he's naughty as well, isn't he? Which ultimately like didn't turn yeah. out very well for him. But he's he's yeah. he like takes he takes the piss a little bit. But he's on the right side of it. Um, mm-hmm. He's like a bit saucy. He says stuff that's a bit close to the knuckle, where some the kids in the family won't get, but the parents will be like, uh-huh. oh, I can't believe you said that. Um, yeah, which is what you need as well, isn't it? And and you know, he, apart from that, he's a he's a big presence. You know, he's, I don't know how tall he is, but he looks like he must be about six foot five. He's like a big, oh, tall, tall. very striking character. Also, mm-hmm. a big thing, I think, like a uh, working class London accent. Like he's not an art, mm-hmm. he's not a posh public school guy mm-hmm. or with a newsreader voice, and I think that helps as well because. It gives him a connection with the Southerners who are on it, or the Londoners who are on it. It gives him a bit of joking with some of the Northerners and people from elsewhere, from the, mm-hmm. what are they called? <laughs> the, the, the Rust Belt. The provinces. <laughs> <laughs> the provinces. <laughs> um, yes, it, 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 well, that's, that's the thing. It, it, it's like he, he has a connection with everybody, was it, or didn't he? He could connect with anybody from any walk of life or whatever. Didn't matter who they were. He would always connect. And, and it was that sort of feeling that you'd, you'd like to have a little bit of a chat. A pint with Barrymore, wouldn't you? You, you did think, like, you would want, you'd want a bit of that banter from him, wouldn't you? Of course you would. Of course you would. It was, it was captivating stuff. So just to explain the show, it's very, mm-hmm. really simple, isn't it? Yeah. There's, there's multiple choice questions. You can pick whether you want a two, three, or three, isn't it? So the multiple four, choice but questions. Nobody goes and if, four, is it four as well? I wasn't sure about that. So all you do, you've got one person answering the question. It's a couple. You've got one person answering the question, and the other person is basically pressing buttons on a yeah, television Playing screen. the game. <laughs> playing the game. And what you've got to do is make your way to the end, and if you get to the, the end, there's a final question. Yeah. Um, and if you, you you answer that question, you get to the jackpot stage. Yeah. But there's things stopping you, which are called hotspots. Yeah. So if you get a hotspot, you don't win anything. It gives you a little hint of what the question's going to be themed around. So you'll say it's authors or famous singers yeah. or country stars or whatever. Then you say, oh, I'll have, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's two, three, or four. You want to answer two, three, or four questions. Or maybe it's one, maybe. two, three. Um, and. They go, oh, well, yeah, I don't really fancy that. that topic, so I'll just go for one. You get mm-hmm. one question, that means you get one. You get to move one space along the board. And there's, let's say there's 10 spaces until you get to the end. Answer two, you get to move two. Uh-huh. Answer three, you get to move three. Really simple. You press the button on the telly. Again, in the late 80s and early 90s, I just thought that was good. Just press the button on the telly, and then you saw what came up. What is it? And there were three options. I thought it was Rick. I thought it was absolutely class. Three options. Well done. Move on to the next one. An arrow. An arrow. Move on. A yeah. question. Ooh, got a question. Oh yeah. no, that's only the end question... one, right? Or is it? No, I, no, no. I, sometimes. Uh, uh, is it not just a prize back. though? No, I think it's a move on, a prize, or a hotspot. Yes, yes, I think and you're right. I last think one it's afterwards where there's it? a question. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's the three options. And if you get a move on, you can go, you can just stop here if you want, because the next one might be a hotspot. Mm-hmm. And if you get a hotspot, your turn's over. You lose your prizes. Uh-huh. Yes, you lose your prizes. If it's you don't probably worth them. mentioning his catchphrases. Yes. 
Go on then. It's all good. Do it in your best Barry Moore all, all, all good game show hosts have catchphrases, don't they? Like entertainment. Of course they do. It's, it's, so his is yes, quite simply it's needed. All white. So he says, All white? All white <laughs> to the crowd. And then, <laughs> of course, then there's also, and they, they, of course, they say yes. Um, and then there's also, I think they go all white as well, don't they? All right. And then he goes, <laughs> All white at the back. <laughs> and then he knows everyone's all white. Um, and then there's uh, he says a hot spot. You don't want to get a hot spot because what's what's a hot, a hot spot? spot not? Uh huh. Now the thing is, Cliff, I did not know what the audience shouted back at him until uh, whatever now. until right now. So I'm just until read right Wikipedia, now. and I think Wikipedia has got this slightly wrong because what's a hot spot not? And the crowd say a good spot. It's not a good spot, is it? It's it's a hot spot. It's a bad spot. Exactly. But Wikipedia says they reply, not a good spot. Which <laughs> 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 is a little bit more kind of school. Who writes this stuff? <laughs> Who writes this stuff? But yeah, I had no idea what the response was to that. There's one more. I knew it wasn't a good spot. The end. You just had to say what you felt in your heart. You yeah. moved your way along, and during this, of course, he has some crack with the contestants. So before this, he obviously mm-hmm. speaks to them. So the first couple are like, I don't know, a couple in their late 50s or something. They're probably about 40, given what people look like in the 80s yes. and 90s. But uh, goes, On this particular episode, we'll have Kathy and Gordon, yeah. who announces that Gordon is a fourth husband, <laughs> and we'll find out pretty much why. <laughs> So, during the course Barry, so Barry Moore says uh, alright nice to have you she goes alright mate <laughs> he's like oh, alright <laughs> he's a bit taken aback by a blunt yes, she's a bit forward and I'll tell you Cliff she's a very blunt lady this <laughs> one very blunt <laughs> I'm going to also say not very likeable <laughs> not very likeable the wife walked poor, in and, and went Gordon. she's very rude <laughs> she's very rude poor Gordon I was going to say long-suffering, but probably not because he's a fourth husband. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, she's... I don't think Barry Moore likes her very much, so he kind of moves... He obviously has a, finds the fact that he can have a bit of, like, crack with her. Uh, he can probably be a bit mean to her because she's... A bit well, good. I, think, I think he treats her with kid gloves because... Because <laughs> she could go off at any moment. I think he he realizes that, doesn't he? Yeah. So there's times where she's pressing the buttons and stuff like that, and she gets a prize, and she just goes, "I don't want it. <laughs> don't need it. <laughs> don't need it. <laughs> don't, need don't want it." So when Barry Moore's finished with her and he comes down the stairs and stuff, he's always looking over his shoulder. Yeah, he's he always having... doing it. Yeah, he, he's one of those where he keeps out, like he keeps giving a little glance to the camera and go, "Yeah, fucking right. hell." I've got me working out here, Who's let her on? <laughs> he gives Gordon just a... I think when he goes past Gordon, he just holds his hand for a couple of seconds. As he goes past. Pass his hand very gently. <laughs> then, in stark contrast, you've got the second couple. Have you got their names written down? Yes. Uh, this The second couple are Jane and Andrew and from course, Yeovil. You're from Yeovil. Not a couple, mm-hmm. are they? Because... Not Jane a couple. is Andrew's wife's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> he says, well, what's your relationship? And uh, Andrew, like, goes, he points right in the face. <laughs> it's the wife's best friend. <laughs> what? 
I don't get a know. life on, could you? That's not Something a relationship on, that would ever end. That that relationship would never end in a TV appearance. Like no <laughs> chance. <laughs> Well, not these days. What do you think of your, your wife's best friend? Get on with her? Yeah. Yeah? Would you? I wouldn't take, I, I wouldn't take on the chase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah. Well, we've, we've booked a hotel for you. It's a single room. What's going on? So, um, I, he's, he answers the questions. He's not very good, and he hasn't got much back. Well, he is good. He's a little, little bit... Overconfident, I'd say, because he, oh, he does run through them really quickly, but he mm. makes a, a drastic mistake on one of the questions. He makes a <laughs> huge, catastrophic mistake. One, he certainly does, which he cannot and does not come back from. <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't it? That doesn't. So, what's the question? So the, again? The, the question is about adverts. That's what it's about, mm. and uh, it, it he says from finish the end of. of uh, this this advert or whatever, and he says, uh, "All because the lady loves and the vlogs." He's he's gone really fast through all the other questions. Yeah, and he goes black magic. <laughs> I'm afraid. Barry obviously, Moore. we know what that's military. Barry was like, not he's not he's, even happy. Is he? He's rather shocked. He is. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's rattling off the answers. All because the lady loves uh-huh. black magic, and then. <laughs> I think he's like life flashes before his eyes when he says that. He's he's just shell shocked, isn't he? He's shell shocked. Yeah, you can see incompetence. him. You can see that he, he knew what the answer was, and he he's fuck. He's just completely messed it up, hasn't he? And he, <laughs> he it's that realization in his eyes that he, that's just happened, and he feels like an idiot. Mm-hmm. But we all knew that he knew the answer really yeah. to give him credit. Barry apologises to him at the end, doesn't he? Aye, yeah, he says to him, back over, I back. knew you knew that answer. So that's another bit of Barry Moore's, like, you know, personable ways, isn't it? That he, he, he took time out to say, you know, he didn't make, make him feel like a fool or anything, did he? Do you no, know what no, I mean? He I mean, he obviously thought he Which was. Which some people might have. He obviously thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he did. I no, think I he knew think... that. But anyway, those but two couples that brings are on just, to the last the last couple. They're really it? the warm-up acts for the last couple. Yes. Who are the best? And that is Doreen and Kay. Yeah. Isn't it? Doreen, a lovely old lady. Both from yep, a village the... outside of York. What's their relationship, Brett? <laughs> well, Kay is Doreen's warden. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, probably employed to keep her out of trouble, I would say. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would imagine so. Because she's a bit of a firecracker, isn't she, Dory? She, what a character. A brilliant character. She's class. Uh huh. Typical, says, typical Northeast last, isn't she? And uh, Barry Moore goes a bit far with her, doesn't he? He pushes, he, he, he's confident that he can have a bit of fun with Dory. It, it so certainly he, is. There's no, you know, married Dory? It said her husband died. He mm-hmm. says, no new romance on the horizon. And she says, I can't be doing with huffing and chuffing at my age. <laughs> <laughs> huffing and chuffing. <laughs> and Barry Moore's like, you are? And she says, huffing and chuffing, I can't be bothered with that at my age. He's like, okay. 
And then anyway, he says, what are you going to do if you win? What would you like to do? And she says, well, I'd like to go out with you to Barrymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And he says, oh, would you? All right. Why, why, why do you think that? She says, well, you've got the personality, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Great thing to say. Anyway, and he goes, would there, be any, would there be any chance of huffing and chuffing after the day? <laughs> <laughs> huffing and chuffing. I love that. I love the, the huffing and chuffing bit like that. I've never heard that. I mean, like... No, me neither. You, it's just, it's quite simply something Doreen's made up, yeah, isn't it? Barry Moore hasn't... That she like, calls it. He's pissing himself and she says it as well. It's great. Uh, it's really good. Uh-huh. And then... The second the, the other good the thing about Doreen, yeah, yeah, is that she's she's brought along a little something with her, hasn't she? In her medicine bottle. Uh, she's got a bottle a of medicine, a bottle of brandy and soda. I mean, <laughs> the soda is a weird choice to put in a tiny it, medicine. Certainly, bottle. I don't think there's no one Doreen. There's no soda. No, in there, I think she's full of brandy, that. isn't it? I could yeah, just be medicine if she, if she drank enough of that and she'd be all right. <laughs> you drank the whole bottle by what the end br- of the show. What have you got with you there, Doreen? It's just me morphine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she's got it's that and the little running joke that she's having a sip of that when she's nervous because she says she's intimidated by the cameras and the TV set. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Barrymore, he kind of instigates the drinking of it, doesn't he? He he, uh, he tells her to get it out of various points and stuff yeah, like that, doesn't it's, he? It's a little running joke for him to keep coming back to, isn't it? It's nice. Uh, it's a good thing, like that keeps it going. So yeah, the, the mm-hmm. that's the, you get introduced to them. Then you have the the basically you've got the woman at the top, Kathy, who doesn't want any of the prizes. Uh, I don't want it. Don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> she's weird. just terrible, isn't she? It's it is really weird. What have you got on it is. <laughs> it's just so blunt and stuff. I don't know if that's just her personality. Do you know what must be? That's the thing. But yeah, she's really blunt. And Barry yeah. was taken aback by her completely. The middle couple he? never just get normal that. couple. I would say they're not middle one apart from the weird relationship with <laughs> their, their best friend's wife. Well, they never, they never, whatever. they never managed to get past that mistake, so they don't get anywhere near yeah. women really. But nah. uh, Doreen and Kay, um, what I'm going to say is they got it the right way around with answering the questions and moving along the board. <laughs> they, they certainly did. knew everything. Yeah, Kay's very clever, isn't she? Mm-hmm. She's, she's very good. I mean, what I would say about uh, about Kathy is she does get to the end, right to the end. Yeah. She's gone all the way through saying, no, nah, I don't want it. It's rubbish. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't need that. She gets right to the end where they can either take the prize and Generally, the prize is quite a big one. In this mm-hmm. case, I think it's a trip to New Orleans to or New something. Orleans, yeah. But the decide to bank that rather against the grain with <laughs> Kathy, don't they? You wouldn't, I, you wouldn't imagine. I'd love to have seen Kathy in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> getting down you might with have the, chilled out a bit, man. I'm getting so down with the jazz. Thing. In the down with jazz the jazz. Clubs. Yeah, with the little reefers and that, she would have chilled out. She would have been fine. Would you like to come into the to uh, Moore's Jazz Club tonight, uh, ma'am? No, I don't. <laughs> don't I, like no, it. No, I don't like it. <laughs> the load of rubbish that. Didn't even know why I'm here. Should have moved. I should have answered the, the question and got the jackpot. Yeah, so right at I the end, she decides to bank it. It is a good prize, but 
course it is. You've got one more question. You're going to get. She would. She would have debate. been better off in the swamps, though, wouldn't she? She would have preferred the swamps. <laughs> <laughs> Could, do you want to swap it for the swamps of Louisiana? You want to go to the swamps? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so yeah. Yes. Basically, Kay and Doreen get all the way along. Uh, he has a bit of banter with her about having a little drink along the way and stuff like that. Um, but then they win, and it's great, and very happy for them. They win, uh-huh. And then yeah, they go through to the jackpot stage where you can win 5,000 uh, Honestly, this section, I used to love this when I was a kid. Yeah. Two things. One. Right. You go, Save the same as mine, Cliff. Well, one of them, I'm absolutely confident it will be. One of them is... right. You want to, you've got a chance, right? So, mm-hmm. do you want to try and win five thousand pounds, four thousand pounds, or three thousand pounds? Whatever one you choose, the highest one, you can only get two hotspots all the way across. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And if you go for two thousand pounds, you can get five hotspots all the way across, or whatever. So, brilliantly on this, they go for five. They don't because uh, you think. Everyone's going to go for the middle one. But yeah. you need to go for five. You only have two hotspots, so you're giving yourself a harder chance to get across. So we'll only be is, here once, Cliff. It will only be here once. That's what they say. Um, so what happens is you've got, yeah. let's say there's 10 screens from left to right. You've got three, lots of them, obviously, top, middle, or bottom. Another great catchphrase from Barrymore, because he always says, what yeah. do you want, top, middle, or bottom? Top, middle, great. or bottom. So that's one thing I love, that he yeah. says that all the time. And then... So you've got 10 and arrows we'll have in the room. audience involved uh-huh. in that as well, don't we? Yeah, the, audi- yeah. the audience participation, yeah, which is always good. So yeah. you've got 10 arrows from left to right, then you've got 10 hotspots from left to right, you've got 10 questions from left to uh-huh. right. Then what happens, Brett? Because it's the best thing in the entire episode. <laughs> well, we jumble them all up, don't we? Jumble them it shows up. You every single screen, every single screen getting jumbled up. Now, as, as a kid, what I used to do, right, and I don't know if you used to do this, I used to try and look at every yeah. screen at the same time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and see where the hotspots were to try and avoid them mm-hmm. or the arrows to see. And it would never work. <laughs> no, I don't think, I don't think impossible. <laughs> it's not possible. But did you used to try and do that? Uh-huh, well? Of course, yeah. That's one of the well, best things. Watching them all jumble up. Yeah, because that, that shows how into the game you, you are, how you know involved and immersed in this particular game you were. You wanted the person to win, do you know what I mean? And you wanted to actually try and find out a way, can I cheat a little bit? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I so, love that. Bit. So then again, it's really simple. You've got to get from the left to the right. You've got mm-hmm. 10 goes. Well, you press, do you press the button? Oh, you don't press the button. They, you see, they, top, middle, or bottom. Top, middle, or bottom. Which one do you want? Which screen do you want to reveal itself? And, and you've you, got to make your way to the end. Uh-huh. Much so, in this similar vein to, you know, the start of the quiz or whatever, but you're not answering questions this time. Apart from, yeah, if you do come up against the question. So which what you want men- is 10 before. arrows. I'll go top. Yeah. It's an arrow. Right. You're on to the next one. I'll go bottom. It's yeah. an arrow. You're on to the next one. Oh, I'll go middle. It's a question. You don't want a hotspot. Because these have only got two chances. So if they get a hotspot early on, uh-huh. the peril is immense. But what happens in this break, it it's the it's the most feel-good bit of telly I've seen. <laughs> years and years and years. 
It's amazing. It is because it's wonderful, isn't it? Because they they go on a magnificent run, don't they? Oh, they get I, a few questions, don't mm-hmm. they? they but the majority, the majority are, are arrows. Arrows are unheard of, and Barrymore is so classic. Will in the mon. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, yes. yes! You're uh, he there. really wants them to win, isn't he? It's absolutely class. It's great. He's, he's so good at tuning them on and willing them to get across. Um, and mm-hmm. it seems very genuine. Like, it seems really genuine mm-hmm. that he wants to do that. Um, and anyway, they get, they get to four or three before the end, and they haven't yeah. had any hotspots. So basically, mm-hmm. if their next choice is a to get a question right or it's an arrow... They're in the clear. Then they've won because mm-hmm. they're allowed two hotspots, aren't they? So they've yep. won. Mm-hmm. And, and they, of course, they do. Don't that they? is exactly what happens. Do you think, right, Cliff, that there's some kind of manipulation going on? Though, well, do you think that's me. possible? Because they're mm-hmm. television screens, though, aren't they? Who could control the, all those television screens? Well, who's turning like, them on or off? Yeah, uh, that is that is a good point. <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> um. Because what have you got two hotspots, one and two? You've got eight minutes of TV to fill Exactly <laughs> what they're going to do at the end there. I mean, they could obviously just fill it out with the stuff that Barrymore's done at the start with the contestants, couldn't it? It's an interesting thing. Well, it would be nice to hear away, from someone who worked on Striker Lucky. I mean, it's gone now. They could come clean, couldn't they, and say whether <laughs> it was manipulated or whatever. I mean, it has to be. It has to be. I bet Kathy you wouldn't think? have had a good run to the end. She got through. Oh no, they would have. They would have tried to. Not with kid gloves that <laughs> tight. Would they? they would have fucked her over, big style. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. Oh, I, but, I think it's just her personality, Kathy. People have got different personalities, haven't they? <laughs> and she was just a very blunt person. You get them. You get them, don't you? You get you them. You get them. So anyway, Doreen mm-hmm. and Kay win, and everybody's really happy for them. And Barrymore's cock a hoop. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, tripped in New England, the win, mm-hmm. and five thousand pounds, says, and all the other prizes that they've won on the television screens. He says New England. That's in America for anybody who doesn't realise. <laughs> <laughs> he does indeed. So what happened was Barrymore was so big, he had loads of TV shows. So he had this. Yeah. He had Barrymore, which I've got to be honest, I can't remember, but apparently it ran for almost 10 years, like without break. And then he had. I think in my mind, I think in my mind, I'll maybe mingle them together. I definitely would have watched it. You would have watched it, but there was like my kind of people and stuff like that. My kind of people was essentially Barrymore went to shopping centers in provincial towns. On the road. (laughs) Yeah, he went on the road, didn't he? and invited people to perform acts, which yeah. invariably... But there was also him. a part of that where he was back in the studio. He was back in the studio in part of that, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Interviewing the various people who we'd met along the road or whatever. Yeah. So I think I've mingled that up a little bit with uh, with Barrymore, I think. I think so that, I, that's I sent you a link to uh, so an episode of Barrymore. Which mm-hmm. was a chat show, which apparently, if you read like Wikipedia, or whatever, it says he had massive guests on it. Um, but what I thought was great about this, when you only watched the first bit, was there weren't massive mm-hmm. guests, 
there are normal people with some talents. Got a, like an 80-year-old lady who's playing the saw, who started out yeah. whistling back in the day. Which well, really, yeah, I, I saw a bit of that. Graduated to the saw. I saw a bit of this. <laughs> um, Graduated to the saw. I mean, how, do you, how does that happen? How do you graduate from whistling to the soul? Then there's an 81-year-old former like uh, stage star who's a, a London Jewish comic who just t- absolutely takes over this old guy who was first on stage in 1937 as a 13-year-old. An amazing story. Mm-hmm. He's recorded with Al Jolson and he's toured with... Uh, Perry Como, he said, and all of this kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And he comes on and he just absolutely takes over. He just he has Barrymore's life. Like, he's, he's, he won't <laughs> let him talk. He's interrupting him all the time. He's like, you're meant to ask us about me table tennis. And he's like, no, I'm, he's like, I just, I haven't got to that. I've, I've only just... <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, you should what? have an auto cue. You'd know what to ask us then. Like, mm-hmm. he's like... So Barry Moore's like proper, he can't get an edge to it. It's so funny. Yeah. The final guest of it, uh-huh. the Chippendales. Sorry, I was going to say, the Chippendales, <laughs> are that's a, that's a bit of an odd one. Does uh, Barry Moore take off his clothes or does he have the muscle suit on or something? Both. <laughs> Both. <laughs> um, so he's interviewing the Chippendales. a little dicky vote. Quite, yes. Um, very awkward, uh, stilted rela- uh, conversation with these three Chippendales, um, American mm-hmm. chaps. At one point, he says, so, uh, I don't know, Michael or whatever, Mike, probably Mike. So, Mike, um, is there any perks of being a Chippendale? And he just goes, perks? I don't know what you mean, perks. And there's about five minutes where he's trying to think of what that word might translate to in American. <laughs> <laughs> and there's people, <laughs> there's people shouting out from the audience, and he's, somebody shouts out something. Uh, tips. He goes, "Tits? Is there any tits?" I'm bringing Chippendale. <laughs> and this guy, the audience, this guy in the audience goes, "No tips." And he's like, "Tips? That's not what perks means." And it, honestly, this goes on for absolutely. <laughs> he's like, "Advantages? Is there any advantages of being a Chippendale?" And the guy starts talking. Yeah. And he goes, I'll tell you what a perk is. And honestly, this bit had me like in tears. He goes, you work in an office Monday to Friday, nine to five. Um, on a Friday afternoon when no one's looking, take a carrier bag in, fill it with stationery, take it home. That's a perk of the job, isn't it? You don't tell anyone, you're not meant to do it, but you get to take some stationery home every week. Like that, that's a perk of working in that office. <laughs> like the Chippendale guy's just sitting there in this suit, obviously he's stripping suit. <laughs> like, what the fuck's he's going stripping on? suit? He's like, I get to travel the world with my friends. Like, okay, mate. Um oh, then they perform, yeah. you can leave your hat on, and Barry Moore's uh-huh. performs the entire routine with them. He's incredible. Uh-huh. He's learned the entire routine. He's like doing the proper dancing and like kicking high kicks yeah. over the chair and jumping off the like rolling around on the floor and all of this kind of stuff. He's brilliant. <laughs> and then they go behind the screen and you can just see the silhouette and he keeps like popping mm-hmm. up and like singing along the, the word, like miming to the words and like you can just see the little dicky bow tie and all of that kind of stuff. Lo and behold, he comes out yeah. and he's got a muscle suit on. So all of the three things nice. that he said. <laughs> They're in there. They're in there. That's class. That's class. I only saw the, the start of that where there was the 
the very uh, young Cockney boy who was doing a, a, a really old act, which was, I still found quite funny. <laughs> he's like, so who do you he's like? Class. He's like, I like uh, Roy Hood. And he's like, all right, you like Roy? I used, <laughs> yeah. I used to perform with him. Max Bygraves. <laughs> Bygraves? Like, yeah, Barry, Barry Watch, he's talking to this kid, he's 10. He's like, you ever watch, you ever uh-huh. uh, managed to see his live show? <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, it's very good. You should watch it. It's like no, you know, he's dead. Something very strange going. Up. But this kid's a proper performer, and he's yeah, absolutely yeah. wonderful. He's got the the crowd in his pocket and stuff like that. He's 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 absolutely amazing. You remember his name? So yeah, I can't remember his name. It's, has he gone on to become a famous man? <laughs> it made me laugh though when they said his name. Here he is. It's Chalky Adams. Name? Chalky Adams, oh class! It's like the fast show in it. That's what it reminds me of. Nobody really reminded me. The fast show. What's his his name on the fast show? The the old fella. With he's got the washboard. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Where's my washboard?" <laughs> well, the old that's what the old uh, Jewish comedian was like. He was uh, he was a cross between uh-huh. him. And mm-hmm. you know the fellow who used to sit in the pub. Hey, fan of our blue eyes, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, class. but that's wonderful, isn't it? You, you didn't get stuff like that, man. But not a celebrity on it. You really don't. I mean, the Chippendales. Then okay. that's the good thing. Do you know what I mean? Everything now, celebrities, isn't it? You've got quiz shows where the celebrities turn up and stuff, and like, like for example, the Chase or whatever, and the questions are, are easier. That easier on them. Celebrity questions like are, are the fucking worst, especially oh, when charity ones. Just fucking instead of going through the whole thing, just donate some money to charity. The, the, it's the worst mm-hmm. invention on earth. Um, but it is. Also, the other thing now would be a real person on a chat show. They wouldn't be a real person like these guys would. They would be like I want to be, you know, an influencer or something like that. You know, like. Plus, the, like, the vetting process and stuff like that with these shows and stuff like that, it, it's immense. I mean, we've spoken to Woody and stuff about being on the chase and how many yeah, times yeah. they spoke for him and, and things like that. You, you wouldn't imagine that process, you know, in 1993 being the same. you get some characters through, wouldn't you? Slip yeah, through exactly. the net, like like Kathy. Do you know what I mean? Even though Kathy's pretty blunt and stuff like that. She's a massive part of the show, isn't she? It's, like a, a, it's brilliant, really. They were like a <laughs> Poor what, God. what did I say, Gordon? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't fucking see that. <laughs> I, well, I didn't on the that, train. Gordon, did I? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see that. <laughs> You lying yeah. little sod. It was great. Honestly, it was great. Both things mm-hmm. were really, really good. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. Barry Moore's career just went downhill. He got he got cancelled well before. I think everybody, every, yeah, everybody knows about that, don't they? I think we should leave it on a, a bit of a, a high. Yeah, and how yeah, much you gonna, enjoyed it I wasn't going to go into it anymore. Just, you know, it's a... Yeah, uh, who, who knows what really happened with that? It's a, it, well, nobody knows. Nothing, nothing good. Nothing good it, it, for all kinds of reasons. And as as you said, as, as a homosexual man, times were different back then. Certain newspapers and stuff like that definitely sort of 
oh, had yeah. it in for him, didn't they? The son would totally stitch him. Big up, star. Regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like, uh, but like, just when you watch this, you just realize what a huge star he was and, and why it was 100% deserved. He was absolutely yeah, yeah. old TV, and it's because he was brilliant. Like, that's right. I know there are two ways about it. He was superb. And both mm-hmm. of these shows were great. The second one, I fast forward a little bit of the second one just because I was like, didn't want to watch all of it because we were getting ready to do this. But uh, it did have the adverts in, Brett. So you'll be happy. Oh, that. that's me. <laughs> and, and obviously, I've talked about this before, but I, I did see Barry Moore with me flesh eyes at of Southern Empire. Doing Scrooge. It was Scrooge. Yes, he was absolutely fantastic. And uh, me and mom obviously is a big fan. Of, of Michael Barrymore. Good. It, it is all were in our house. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've told this story a lot of times, haven't I? And uh, when he when they finished and stuff like that, he was taking applause from the crowd. Me mom stood off and went, "You're innocent, Michael. You're innocent." <laughs> oh, right at the front. Good. Good. Me, good old mom. <laughs> yes. Shall we have a Barrymore quiz? Let's do we? it. Let's do it. Good. You've probably answered most of the questions throughout the, your, your little uh, podcast there where you've you've been discovering the facts. But we'll see. We'll see. Barry Moore appeared on Irish TV where he unexpectedly performed numerous bizarre and controversial antics, including pretending to be whose father? Jedward. Well done. Yes, <laughs> it was Jedward. <laughs> There you go. Barrymore appeared in which film as Mr. Step? Spice World. Oh, you know your Barrymore stuff. I don't know. I love him. (laughs) Barrymore won most popular entertainment presenter in 2000. But who were the other nominees? Oh, it's a bit harder, this one. Oh, I don't know this so one. Cast your mind back. What is it? 22 years. 22 years ago, who were the top stars on TV? What was the award, did you say? It was a most popular entertainment presenter. So think Forsyth? about the shows that were going. He's not on there, I'm afraid, yeah, no. Good. No. I'm not a fan of Forsyth. Oh, you know, I like, I like Forsyth, mate. Not a big fan. I do. There's uh, some controversial... Well, there's definitely one controversial character on the list. That's your clue. Julian Clary. <laughs> <laughs> Not Julian Clary, no. Think more about <laughs> Snooker and You. Snooker and You tonight. Uh, Davidson. Yes. Jim Ed- Davidson's Edmonds? in there. Edmonds is not the, in there. After no. Edmonds. <laughs> There's a female in there who smokes cigars. <laughs> what? Davina McCall. Davina McCall. She, she was in there. She does smoke cigars. Um, <laughs> There's the big, probably the biggest quiz show at the time, which was quite new. Christopher's. What? Who? Tarrant. Tarrant, yes. And one more that you've got to get. I, I, unfortunately, He's now dead. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I mean, Silla's best friend. Silla's best friend. Oh, is, is it good old Dale? 
It's Dale, yeah. So he's he's got tough competition there, hasn't he? Last seen on a yacht with Silla Black. Well, there you go. <laughs> In the first six years of the National Television Awards, mm-hmm. how many times did Barrymore win most popular entertainment presenter? I think he won it every time. Every time. It's close. He won it five times out of six. Oh, who was the other one? I have no idea. I knew you were going to ask that. (laughs) (laughs) Jim Davidson, of course. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Who performed on My Kind of People 13 years before she was famous, singing I Don't Know How to Love Him from Jesus Christ Superstar? Susan Boyle. It was Susan Boyle, yes. And apparently Barry Moore was like, Looking up a skirt, singing and mocking her a little bit. Yeah, he he, he definitely went. He crossed the line in about nineteen ninety six, where his behaviour mm. just became like probably offensive. <laughs> he he wouldn't leave people alone at that probably point. Probably offensive. <laughs> he was always just doing stuff. To I haven't them actually seen her. I think you know you probably able to watch it on YouTube, or whatever. I haven't. Yeah, there's seen a clip. It, but... It's on. It's on there. Yeah. It's on. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you got everyone right there, Cliff. Well, so well I, done not to everyone, you. But thank you very much. It's another sign. Yes, you, you should do all the quizzes. Um, we've got some music. We do indeed. Yes, we'll have music from the debris. It's a good one. This I like this one a lot. A it's pump. called "Tomorrow Never Comes Today." Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, well, from the big smoke. London and that. They are, yeah. And that debut, that debut album's supposed to be coming out this year. Well, that'll be good. That. I wonder what they think about being tackled on the end of a Michael Barrymore episode. But that's, well, Who knows? Hopefully they'll tell. enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, and we urge you to reinvestigate Barrymore at your own will. Yes. Pleasure and peril. Mm-hmm. Um so thanks everyone. Enjoy the debris um, and take care. We'll be back next time with who knows what. See you. Who knows? Bye.